Welcome to the Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair. Get ready to punch fear in the throat, show up, and tell your story. Allegra Sinclair is here to help you become the powerful woman you are meant to be. It's finally time to get unstuck and reveal how fabulous you are. And it's time for your host, Allegra Sinclair. Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is Allegra. Hope you are having a powerful day. Today, we're going to talk about how to overcome low self-esteem. Now, low self-esteem is definitely a key ingredient in you being less confident than you would like to be. Self-esteem is how you feel about yourself, and confidence is what you feel you're capable of doing based on past efforts. Now, low self-esteem can often be traced back to childhood. I'm not going to go all um, Dr. Phil on you and suggest that everything that's wrong today is a result of a messed up childhood. Because sometimes you can have a fabulous childhood and still emerge from that experience with some issues around self-esteem. For those who had a difficult upbringing or suffered through a traumatic event, um, low self-esteem is fairly common. But again, it is possible to develop self-esteem issues even if you didn't suffer through some sort of traumatic event. And it's also possible to develop self-esteem issues as an adult. When you go through a difficult time, it can affect the way you see yourself. That makes sense, right? For example, if you are unemployed, if you go through a divorce, if you file for bankruptcy, any of those negative experiences, you may internalize what happened externally and believe that it's your fault and that you caused those bad things to happen, or even more dangerously, that you deserved those bad things to happen. So today, let's just look at some steps you can take to overcome low self-esteem. First, surround yourself with positive people and remove the negative ones from your life. We've talked recently about identifying and removing toxic people, but spending time with people who are negative only reinforces your low opinion of yourself. It's better to be alone or to surround yourself with individuals who are supportive and encouraging. If you are lucky enough and have been diligent enough to seek them out, that you have positive influences in your life, listen to them when they say you've done a good job. Try not to ignore compliments. I think, I don't know if this is just the Southern Belle thing that my mother had, but when I was growing up, if someone said something nice about me, I would always immediately say, oh, no, or something like that. And I kind of argue with them about the compliment they just gave me. As an adult, I realize that's not cute. It's not sweet. It's not feminine. It's not ladylike. And I just want to stop doing that. I'm deserving of their praise or I wouldn't be getting it. So I want to surround myself with people, not just who praise me all the time, but who are positive. And when I do receive praise, I just want to accept it graciously. I don't have to say, well, thank you for noticing. (laughs) But I can certainly say thank you sincerely and then move on. I also want us to start or do more of this. Avoid telling yourself you should have, could have, would have. If you're constantly telling yourself, I could have done this or I should have done that, you're focused on the past. Because when you're talking about what you could have or should have done, those things have already happened and you can't change them. So it's better to look to the future and say, next time I'll do this or next time I'm going to do that. In fact, I've suggested before you could even practice what you would do the next time. But again, that is forward facing versus looking backwards and kicking yourself over something that you can't change. 
then let's make sure we're setting reasonable expectations. Except that all of us make mistakes. For some of us, we're lucky enough that our mistakes don't appear on Twitter or Instagram. So for most of us, our mistakes really won't be brand or career ending. Everybody makes mistakes. If you're willing to accept that you're not perfect, you won't feel as discouraged when you inevitably inevitably make a mistake. So don't let mistakes get you down. Remember that every mistake is a chance to learn and grow. It's one thing that I do, but you can find a tool that works for you. Not in the moment when I'm feeling frustrated or embarrassed or whatever about the mistake that I made, but shortly thereafter, I laugh about it. I laugh at it, and I usually tell on myself. Now, as an introvert, I know that sounds completely against type, but it's not. Um, I tell on myself because it helps me reinforce the fact that what happened isn't that big a deal, the mistake that I made, and that others have probably made a similar one. And nine times out of 10, when I share something that I just think is so ridiculous, several people will tell me, oh my gosh, I did the exact same thing. Or they'll laugh with me and reinforce that it wasn't such a big deal. Related, I want you to recognize and celebrate your accomplishments. If your self-esteem is lower than you would like, you might spend a lot of time focusing on the negative instead of acknowledging your accomplishments and giving yourself permission to be happy. It is absolutely okay to be proud of yourself. In fact, it's more than okay. It's a great thing to be proud of yourself. The extremes are always dangerous. Being too hard on yourself, not such a good thing. Overpraising yourself, not such a good thing. So when I say it's okay to be proud of yourself, I'm not talking about the place we go when it becomes ego. We can't hear. We can't accept criticism. You know, we uh, get a very unrealistic view of who we are. That's not what I'm talking about. But it is absolutely okay to stand in your spot on any given day and be proud of who you are at that very moment. Another thing you might try if you're struggling with low self-esteem is volunteer with a charitable organization. Working to help others will make you feel good about yourself and help boost your self-esteem. It's hard to have a poor opinion of yourself when you're supporting a good cause. Also, when you're volunteering for a charitable organization, you're often working with others. There's nothing like working with a team towards a big goal to get your juices going. And if the big goal isn't like to sell five more toasters, but the big goal is to Um, make life easier for senior citizens or to help women who've been unemployed for a long time stand on their own two feet and realize that economic independence is available to them. That's such a great cause and working on other with others rather to make that happen. Man, that can be magic. Make a list of all of your best qualities. I'll wait, go get a pen and paper. Okay, I'm really not going to wait. I'm going to keep talking. But get a pen and paper and write down your strengths, your skills, your talents, all the positive stuff about yourself. When women have low self-esteem, they often focus on all the things they dislike about themselves. So if you take time to focus on your good qualities, it can have a very positive effect. So if I attend an event and I spend the whole event thinking that my shoes are ugly or my shoes are old or whatever. I'm just completely focused on everything that I think is wrong with my shoes. That affects how I feel about myself. It's kind of like if you're having a bad hair day, right? Because how we look impacts how we feel. And self-esteem is all wrapped up in how we feel about ourselves. So make a list of your best qualities. Write them down so you can refer to that list if you ever forget. Finally, I'm going to say, and I know this 
is uh, going to feel a little bit controversial for some folks, but here it goes. Consider seeking professional help. I know that is so alien to some, and I still have family members who think certain groups of people don't seek professional help. You know, black people don't go to the psychiatrist. They go to church or they dance it off on the weekend. Well, that would be a lie. If you are dealing with extreme cases of low self-esteem that are having a negative impact on your overall life and your mental health, there's all sorts of things that are right about seeking professional help. Mental health issues or wanting to seek professional help isn't a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength because you're comfortable enough in your spot to realize that you can't do everything alone. Now, with recent news about some high-profile celebrities who have not sought professional help or have sought professional help, and the ending was just heartbreaking. I'm just going to say this. A person with very low self-esteem can have issues in their relationships. They can have trouble in their careers. They can have a number of challenges that all relate back to how they feel about themselves. Sometimes, in extreme cases, low self-esteem leads to anxiety, social withdrawal, depression, and even suicide. So if low self-esteem is causing chaos for you, I mean mayhem in your work and personal life, the six suggestions I have made until now might not be enough. You may want to consider seeing a therapist for additional help. They can provide you with additional strategies for increasing your self-esteem, and they can give you some perspective to help you deal with the underlying issues that are causing your problems in the first place. So there are many factors which can cause or contribute to low self-esteem. The key is to figure out how you can overcome your low self-esteem and start feeling better about yourself today. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time. Now you've been given permission to be more powerful and influence more people. If you've enjoyed this episode, please head over to AllegraSinclair.com slash iTunes and leave a review. It will help Allegra get the message out to more women that they can punch fear in the throat, show up, and tell their stories. We'll see you next time on the Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair.